0: Hey gang and welcome to another episode of the Just Get Started Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Andraco, and thanks again for being a part of this journey. Excited to launch a one mic session. And today's topic is around something I do every day, sales. You know, I hadn't really thought too much about from the, you know, tips and insight from a sales standpoint, but I was encouraged. I met this great gal. Um, I won't embarrass her and say her name or anything, but um, you know I met so many incredible people up at this event. But her in particular, we got and had a long conversation around you know startup and sales and you know kind of a lot of things that you know maybe startup founders go through where they don't have a sales background or maybe they're technical in nature and haven't had a you know pitch their uh, product, um, haven't had to actually sell product, and really just have a lot of you know uneasiness or you know angst around that process and. Gosh, I know there's a million books on there on sales. Um, You know, to be honest, most of them are blah, but um, there's some decent ones and I'll give some, you know, I'll point some out um, to some folks. But at the end of the day, right, it just comes down to some simple things. And I'm going to do this in a few part series. Um, I'm going to set this up and talk about this in a a little different realm. I I take sales from a different perspective. Maybe I'm just weird, but you know, I don't like the tactical, you know, all the the tips and let me give you this little whatever. Um, I really think it comes down to a lot of innate ability in all of us to really connect. Um, So let's start here. I wrote down a couple notes here so I didn't get too, you know, tangential. But, you know, I look at sales, I kind of have my three H's, all right, of sales. And if you could get these down, really, I mean, There's so much crap out there, but like if you can get these three down and really hone these in, you're gonna be way better off. And at the end of the day, that's gonna help you propel as you get more and more. So there are three H's. The first one is be humble. So let's start there. I'll I'll go into all three of them in a second. So be humble, right? At the end of the day, no one wants anyone that's cocky, right? You know that old saying, right? Confidence is how you feel. Cockiness is how you act. One of the worst things when I sit on some calls sometimes um, or in the room with, with sales reps and the like, it's it's when you come off very arrogant and cocky like, oh, our product's the best and we're better than everyone else. No one wants to hear that crap. Of course, everyone's going to think they're the best or they have the, you know, the next great things in sliced bread. But the reality is being humble and understanding that, you know what, maybe there are other products out there. They may be good. Maybe they're just as good. But here's why we're a little different. And I think having that mentality of being humble, accepting criticism, you know, if someone gives you a, an objection or a deflection or something you're trying to talk through, again, we'll get into those maybe in a later session. But I think it's really helpful, again, be humble. All right. So go into a meeting, go into a conversation with really the gratitude that, wow, you know what, I'm actually able to be in the room right? If you take that approach, now you deserve to be in the room. I'm not saying that. But when you're in there, you don't have to come off as you know an arrogant prick. Uh, you can actually come off as someone that's really humble and that, you know what? We got really good products, but here's what I believe in. And here's why we're doing it. That's authentic and that wins in the long run. So first thing, be humble. The second thing is be honest. The hardest thing I have to imagine, um, because I, I I don't lie. Um, I'm sure I lie right you know my son probably you know he thinks there's still Santa Claus like technically I tell lies right but I don't go out of my way to lie to people because I found that being brutally honest I never have to remember my lies and so that's why kind of my number two kind of of these three H's is be honest in sales be brutally honest if you don't have a certain feature tell them you don't have a certain feature if something's not gonna be shipped at a certain time tell them it's not gonna be shipped and at the end of the day, when you're brutally honest, again going back to the the first part about being humble and and then the authenticity comes in. Ultimately, that weighs at the end. When you're brutally honest with someone, and they're not bull, you know, you're not bullshitting them. They pick up on oh, well, this guy's this gal's pretty pretty legit, right? They're telling me the truth. Hey, you know what? Yeah, that feature I really like. They said you know they're not going to have it, or maybe it's going to be a year from now. But at least then it tell me, yeah, that we can do that. And then you get into a sale, and three months in, they're like, "Oh, sorry, we don't have that." That's the worst, and we've all been in that situation, right? The bait and switch um, kind of mentality. So, second thing here: be honest. And again, these are surface level. I mean, this is not, you know, th- this is not groundbreaking stuff. But it's stuff that people don't think about for whatever reason. They'll go into a pitch meeting. They'll go into a Uh, you know a sale like they're trying to you know bring in a new partner a new client early on in in their startup and they start because they want the sales they want people in they'll tell little fibs and like oh that's not going to hurt us too much it'll come back to bite you in the ass I promise you so be honest if you can just promise me anything be honest and number three and it really encompasses the other two is be human Please do not be a monotone robot. Oh, my God. Be human. Like, actually walk into a room or walk into a conversation and act like you're talking to your best friend. That's the best advice I can give anyone. Act like you're talking to your best friend. How do you talk to your best friend? How do you email your best friend? And then if you take that approach, I want everyone that's listening that's maybe in sales, has done some sales, Go look back at your emails. Go look if you think you're like, man, Brian. Yeah, I, I haven't been good, or I'm nervous about sale, whatever. Go back and look at some emails you've written, and tell me if that's an email you would have written to your best friend. Like perfect grammar. You have all these bullet points. Like no one wants to read that crap. It's it's, it's like it comes from marketing, right? Um, I I want you guys to be human, and I want I want you to say, you know what. I'm going to go into these conversations, I'm going to go into these meetings, and I'm just going to be really like myself, however I care myself. So for me, I'll just give you my take, right? I told you earlier, I'm brutally honest. I'm extremely direct and transparent. doesn't work for everyone, but I'm extremely direct. And what I found is not only does that build a lot of credibility and respect early on, it gives me the opportunity to ask and ask for some things that are, you know, like, oh, you got budget put aside for this? How much do you have? Most people are scared to ask that question. But if you build up the trust and respect early on because you've been honest, you've been humble, and you have act like a human being, you have the chance to ask that question among some others. And again, these are things we'll get into. I'm not going to, you know, have an hour long uh, thing today, but, uh, you know, it's one of those things. So be human with it. I want you guys to really think about that. Look at your emails you've written. If you can, if you have the opportunity, you know there's great tools out there. Like you know, obviously Salesloft. If you have the, the chance to use a tool like that, there's other ones. But if you can record your calls, right? Even if you just hit you know hit the record button, you know, in, um, on your computer or what have you, as so you make a call and just record your side of it. But listen back to how you talk. How do you introduce yourself? What does the conversation sound like? Does it sound like something, you know, you'll have you should have with your mom or is it is it sound very robotic and monotone? And a lot of that, yeah, I know it comes down to being scared or having some fear. We'll get into that. Again, something not going to go away overnight, but I promise you if you be honest, and again, you walk in with some humility and be human. Those, like I said, those three, you read all the books out there. They'll give you the tips and trick and write this subject line, all that BS. Like, yeah, sure. But a lot of people don't have the data on that. They can say they have that, you know, I'm, I'm air quoting right now, the data. Like, this works over that. That's a bunch of bullshit because every market di- different, every, every uh, uh, persona you're selling to, right? If it's a CEO versus, you know, a VP of marketing or, you know, VP of sales or you're talking to someone else, a project manager, like, they're all different. And they're human beings, so they buy things differently. So those are some things. Again, we'll get into some stuff down the road um, about you know how to how to address those situations, how to look at you know the people you're talking with, and um, and making sure obviously you're acting in the right way, right? If they're a very reserved person, they don't talk a lot. Well, don't keep peppering them with questions. You have to figure other ways to get to them. But. I really think it's important again whether you're pitching you know for your next round of funding or these are your first clients you're bringing in I really think going back again be humble be honest be human I'm not going to beat the dead horse on that Um, but like I said try that and and I think it'll work well one of the other things I want to say um, and it goes in line with the three I just mentioned but you know at the end of the day with sales it's really understanding the customer right i call them partners because i think that's what they should be but whatever terminology you use you have to understand what they need and that's the biggest misconception i think most folks walk in and say we have a great product a lot of great features right um the uh you know it's like (laughs) you guys ever watch super bad um there's one scene again this is really geeking out but there's one scene in there where the guy's like he he like hits (laughs) he hits jonah hill And they're like talking to this guy or whatever. He's like, hey, I'm a nice guy. You know, like you come in like (laughs) that type of approach. That's so inauthentic. It's just, oh. But if you understand the customer that you're working with and you understand what their pain points are, where their biggest challenges are, and really what they're trying to accomplish, not just today or tomorrow, what does success look like? What is a year down the road? Like if they, whether they use your solution or something else, What would success look like? How would they be different in a year versus today? And do they care about that, right? That's a big misconception. We think everyone wants to change. We think everyone that's, oh, there's an issue. Oh, you got to use our product. That's not the case. Think of in your own lives. There's a lot of stuff that, you know, you use that you should probably, you know, I probably should get a new car. But you know what? It's paid off. It's only got 105,000 miles. Ride's pretty good. No, I'm not getting a new car. Um, I don't care who comes over and tries to sell me on a new car. I'm not getting one. Sorry. So even if you do have issues um, and you do have some pain points, it doesn't mean they're ready to buy. And that's why as you come off as very authentic and a human being, you actually care and have some empathy. You have a chance to build that relationship for the long term. Yeah, maybe they don't come in as a partner tomorrow. You still are going to be in business hopefully next year or in two years. Wouldn't you want him to come in then? Don't think so short term. All right, ran over. Sorry. Um, The last thing I want to leave on, at least for today, and again, just getting into this, um, you know, go back, go on YouTube. uh, Steve Jobs, obviously, I'm a a big, you know, follower of or or had men. Um, Still watch a lot of his stuff, man. I wish he was still around. Um, You know, he has a great video and it's kind of tied more to, you know marketing and product but he talks about something and I, I actually take it to a sales approach and I think it's under the um, there's like the, the insult if you type in like Steve Jobs insult it'll come up the video with fabulous video but what he basically says in there is you start with the customer experience first and you work back toward the product now he's talking in line of actual product development I actually take that for sales because if you look at the customer experience, how do you talk with them? How do you interact? How's your follow-up? Are you prompt? How what experience are they getting? How are you dissecting their problem and trying to be an advisor versus versus just trying to sell them something? But if you start there, you can work back toward your product to see if there's a tie-in. All right. So let me just say that one more time so everyone gets it. Start with the customer experience on how you actually work with them. As a human being, forget about the product. Forget about what you're selling. Are you understanding them as a person? Not just what their pain point is for the product that you, can, you have that you can help them with. What is all the other things that are going on in their life? What are all the other things that are going to help or hurt them make a decision? For the good or bad, it doesn't matter. But that's what I want you guys to think about, right? Start with the customer experience and work back toward the product that you have. And I promise you, you're going to have a ton more success. Because what you're going to find out is that you may not actually be able to help them. And that's a good thing. Because you do not want to sell someone that is not a good fit. Because that's going to bring churn up. Um, that's going to bring you know, maybe upset, you know, bad reviews online, you name it. So you're better off saying, hey, you know what, you know, Mr. Partner, I mean, I think there's a 70% fit here. I just don't think it's a full fit enough where it's going to make sense for you. They're going to have so, I've turned so many clients away in the past. You'd be amazed by how they come back with, one, sometimes they come back and they're like, you know what? I know it's only a 70% fit, but we want to grow with you guys. So we want to get started. I've had that happen before. But I've also had the people say, Brian, you know what? I appreciate that. I'm going to go look elsewhere. And I've even pointed them to other products or other solutions to say, you know what? They might be better off. Who cares? You can't have 100% market uh, penetration. You're not going to sell everyone. So why be the sleazy sales? You know, 99% of sales reps, the reason we, sales reps have bad, you know, and really just sales in general have bad rap is because all the crappy sales reps out there that just try to get sales in, get deals in, and then they don't care about the customer anymore. I think that's bullshit. So... Let's change the face of sales going forward, and it can start with you guys, and it can start with you saying, you know what? I'm going to look at the customer experience. I'm going to be humble. I'm going to be honest, and I'm going to be a human being, and I'm going to go out there, and I'm going to really try to solve some real-world problems, and hey, if my product or service can help, great. If not, hey, let's shake hands and go off as friends, and, and we're going to have to live in the world together anyway, so let's go on to the next person that does have a better fit. Okay, (laughs) I'm going to take a deep breath over here. Um, I hope this was helpful. Uh, Maybe not. I mean, leave me a feedback. Like, Brian, that was dumb and it wasn't helpful. That's fine as well. Um, I certainly need to hear that. But like I said, as I put together some of these, I think there's a real um, interest. I've talked with some other folks as well around just understanding, hey, how do I um, break into sales or how do I navigate certain processes? I know we really just skimmed the surface here tonight. But I think it's important to have some ground-level stuff. Let, let's start with the human element first, um, and then we'll go into some things where not so much like tips and tactical, but some things you can do um, just to be more organized, be more timely, those type of things in sales. So I hope you guys got a lot of enjoyment out of this. Um, I always enjoy talking about sales. Uh, it's a passion of mine. So if you do have any feedback, um, please hit me up on you know Instagram, at Brianondraco. Shoot me an email, Brianondraco at gmail.com. Uh, you know, whatever, connect me on LinkedIn either way. But I certainly appreciate you guys listening in. I hope you have a great week, a phenomenal month, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care.